Welcome to Caregiver Crossing, a podcast to embrace family caregivers of today and tomorrow. And now, here's your host, Tina McIntosh, along with Sarah Shetty. Hey, everybody. It is Caregiver Crossing, the podcast built for caregivers, those of us who are caregiving now and those who will be in the future. I'm Tina McIntosh. I'm Sarah Shetty. And back, she was here two weeks ago and she is back, is... Melanie Perry with American Senior Communities. Uh, we are going to talk about music therapy today and just music in general. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's hard, Melanie, because we always say music therapy, mm-hmm. but there's also therapeutic music. Yes, that's an important distinction. So music therapy are those musical experiences that are offered by a, a degreed and certified music therapist. They've actually gone to school um, have learned just wonderful techniques and offering music in a meaningful way to individuals. Uh, but then the music can be used therapeutically uh, through others of us who don't have that specific training and, and education to still have a very positive effect on individuals. And when you think about music, like it affects everything we do. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you walked in, we're sitting at our, in our home studio home here, studio. which is AKA my office. <laughs> um, and if you walked into my office and I was blaring Metallica, mm-hmm. you know, and it was this heavy, hard metal, mm-hmm. you're going to feel very different than if I'm playing classical music, mm-hmm. right? I would. But the interesting thing is, that, and the better question is, would you? And right. so if you're playing Metallica, chances are it's because you like it and it speaks to you. And it, it, I don't know if it helps you focus or just something you needed at that moment. Whereas if I were to walk in on the Metallica, I would be like, okay, well, I'm going to turn right back around and because right. it's not, it doesn't speak to me. So the important thing there is that, um, uh, once again, it's very individualized. You know, a couple weeks ago, we mentioned person-centered care. Uh, same thing here, person-centered techniques. And that's the, that's the thing about um, offering music to individuals in a therapeutic way is finding what their preference is and making sure they have that available to them uh, so that they can experience music in a positive way and not assume that because I like it, you're going to like it. Right. I think that's it's such a great distinction. And I know that in your work with people living with dementia, you see some <clears throat> seemingly, <clears throat> oh my golly, allergies are never going to end, um, seemingly miraculous things that yes. happen, right? Yeah. In fact, we, we believe in the use of music so staunchly uh, in, in increasing the quality of life for our residents living with Alzheimer's and dementia. We actually have a new program called Augustus Cottage Rocks. And it is the way, it's a, a very specific and standardized way that we bring music into the lives of, of our memory care neighborhoods, our Augustus Cottage memory care neighborhoods on a daily basis, multiple times each day, so that our residents can have that experience with music. Because we know that people with Alzheimer's and dementia, those pathways are responsible for, for music and recalling music and recalling the time of, the, of our lives when that music was important to us um, still remain intact uh, very often up until the very end of life for people with Alzheimer's and dementia, whereas other memory centers or other portions of the brain may become impeded uh, for, you know, very early on in the process. You know, I think, Sarah, you've been at Joy's House for, you know, as a staff member for half a year now at this point, close to it. And I'm sure, but I'll ask you the question, <clears throat> before you came on, did you start to see all those, um, the viral videos on Facebook and other places of older adults who couldn't communicate verbally, but all of a sudden came to life because of music? Oh, definitely. Yeah, for sure. And when you saw those, do you remember what went through your head? Well, just that, I, you know, I think what Melanie was saying is that we each have that kind of individual center of us that that speaks to, 
I mean, we all have our own lights and with music and things that just really hit us in a certain way. And so it was relatable in that way of seeing that, but it also just miraculous. Yeah. Miraculous is a word that comes to mind for me too. I mean, I remember seeing those and thinking, here is a person. Now, keep in mind, I love, I love people who are living with all kinds of life altering diagnoses. Dementia is certainly one of them and a big one for what we do at Joyce House and what obviously Augustus Cottage and other Mm -hmm. parts of American senior communities does. Um, but I remember seeing those videos and it was very much presented as, you know, here's a woman sitting in a wheelchair, no life left in her. You know, she's all just, her body is all sagging downward and she's very um, sad and waiting for death. Mm-hmm. Was it, I feel like yeah. that's what it always right. looked like, yes. right? Yeah. And then on comes the music and her chin lifts up and her eyes open and brighten. And all of a sudden her lips part. And not only is she there and communicating, but the words are coming back mm-hmm. to her and she begins to sing and can carry them, you know, the melody. Yes. And, and it, it felt watching those videos to me like a miracle. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now there've been so many studies done to show us exactly what Melanie's saying that we house that in the different part of the brain, Yes. which leads you to, you know, if you really want to start tearing apart layers, like what really is Alzheimer's mm-hmm. and, and what else is buried in other parts of the brain that yes. we can, awaken Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um so it is it's a fascinating realization uh and i think for people who don't have a music therapist available i just want people to know you can have therapeutic music and and they're even at melanie i've heard over time about people setting different tones in different areas of their homes with Mm -hmm. somebody living with alzheimer's Mm -hmm. so maybe playing have you heard of this too i have i have so setting different different tones or different types of music within the home so that depending on how, how somebody is feeling, um, so maybe a little bit of a quieter music over here or um, maybe more instrumental, maybe more vocal over here, so that kind of depending how they're feeling, they can kind of gravitate toward the area of the home that, that seems to fit them the most. Um, but then also the way we choose the music for an individual is, you know, with living with Alzheimer's disease is knowing their preferred genres the types of music that they enjoyed. And then generally the rule of thumb is whatever was popular when that person was in their late teens to early to mid twenties will be the music that will resonate with them um, most dramatically. So if we're caring for somebody at home or, and we certainly do this as part of our Augustus Cottage Rocks program too, is to um, find out what, what the age was that they were 18 to, to early twenties, know their preferred genre. Then we simply have to go and, and Google and look up what songs were the most popular uh, during that time frame. And then we tend to find music that resonates very well with them. So whether you're a caregiver at home or whether you're somebody um, working in one of our communities, it's a, it's a way to have, to have a very impactful musical um, offering to those living with Alzheimer's. It makes me wonder about um, this current generation mm-hmm. when they're older. Now, hopefully we do have a cure, have a vaccination, yes. oh, or you know, have a yes. better understanding as well. Um, but let's just say we don't mm-hmm. because they don't have a genre, right? right? They right. have, I mean... They have playlists. Mm-hmm. They have mm-hmm. access to everything. So yeah. that would be interesting. It will be interesting. Um, how about what to use? Like some mm-hmm. people just put it on a speaker. Others mm-hmm. do the headphones. Mm-hmm. Do you all or have you seen also those headphones that come around the neck? Yes. And, and those are the, the types of headphones that come around the neck but um, still give the person a very personalized musical experience are very important because, again, like everything else, some, some of the elders that we serve, are fine with over-the-ear headphones. And those are ideal because they tend to shut out the, the outside noise. 
whereas other people are okay and prefer the earbuds. But then we have a number of people that don't care for either. And so when we can have that, that um, the headphones that come around the neck that still provide that personalized music experience, that can be a, a wonderful way to offer that individualized experience. But then also there are a lot of people that do gain um, enjoyment from having the group types of musical experiences because um, it brings in a social aspect that an individual might be missing if, we ha if we're having them listen to an MP3 player or a more personalized experience. So once again, knowing the person, knowing their preference, what is it you're trying to achieve? Are you trying to help them with social elevation at this point and be a part of a group? So therefore bringing somebody into a group musical experience that gets them out of themselves for a little bit, if you're trying to achieve that, that's a wonderful offering. But if it's somebody who's having a moment of upset, if you're trying to get them away from whatever situation is causing that moment of upset and bringing them into their own sensory experience by giving them their own personalized musical experience, that can be something that's very important for that person at that moment. So once again, knowing the person, but then also looking at the situation and your goal can also help you deter to determine what type of musical experience you're offering them. I don't know about any studies right now that have to do with music and sundowning, mm -hmm. but that would be something that would be an interesting conversation too. Yes. yes. Um, so that sundowning, which is that syndrome that some people with Alzheimer's experience and get this spike of energy. Uh, sometimes it, it manifests itself with anxiety or what we call perseveration where we get stuck on a certain thought over and over and over again. Hold on. If you want to know what sundowning is, just come visit either Melanie at ASC <laughs> yes. or um, us at Joy's Absolutely. House around anytime yeah. between, we'll say 245 yeah. and, you know, closing time. Five, six o'clock. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And and it could be a really tough experience for, for some elders who are, who are going through it. But music um, has actually been shown in, in, in some studies to, and we've seen it anecdotally, has a, a way to help people calm and feel better at that time of day when otherwise they might be experiencing that spike of, of energy that's not, not not so positive at that time of day. Yeah. I can imagine. Um, all right, so uh, before we leave you today, we're gonna, first of all, we wanna thank our sponsors. We're always grateful for American Senior Communities and we wouldn't be who we are without you guys and gals with you. Humans. Uh, human um, and AARP, Bethany Village, which is an American senior community, and the good folks at Severns and Howard. So we are grateful for all of you. Um, check out ASC. What is the website? We are at www.ascare.com. ASCCare.com. Mm -hmm. um, for those of you who don't know, by the way, this November is also a special month. Mm -hmm. This is National Alzheimer's Awareness Month. So for those of you who can, who feel like you want to support individuals living with Alzheimer's or their caregivers, wear purple, um, yes. and we will be, we will help to support this important month. Absolutely. And um, is this my last? It is show until January. Until January. Yeah. Yes. So see y'all then. Sarah's going to take really good care of you, and um, don't hesitate to email her at sarahjoyshouse.org. It's Sarah with an H. Let her know how we're doing and what else you want to see as well. But uh, all right, before we go, <clears throat> favorite song. What do you think you'll remember when you're older? If you can't remember my name, but you remember a song, what do you think mm -hmm. it'll be? Hotel California. Yes, you will. Mm -hmm. It's a long but song it does, to remember. It is, but it's just I just remember being a kid saying this is the best song ever written. And so at that and and being in that age group that I just described, and I that fits my age group. So I have a feeling Hotel California. Okay. Is going to be my song. Um, this is not my age group, but it's, <laughs> it's a song I always loved was, uh, the cars, just what I needed. Oh, that's a good one. It's always been one of my favorite songs. Yeah. 
Doesn't sit on the on the reg. <laughs> For those of us who are older, she means on the regular, <laughs> very often. <laughs> Frequently. 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 Yes. Yeah. For me, I think um, it would be like Carpenters or James Taylor. Oh, lovely. Cars, or songs I would be in the car with my parents and they would be playing on the radio. Um, or Rapper's Delight. Love Rapper's Delight. All How 14 fun. minutes of it. Oh. Yeah. Can you rap it? I can it? rap it. So if I laid down a beat in the near future. <laughs> I'm just saying I've been known to, you know, put on a little show. Okay. Uh (laughs) Storing that one in the memory. Yes. Yeah. So hip hop to all of you. And uh, I'll see you in January. Until then, uh, thanks for your prayers. And um, yeah, come see us at Joy's house. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon. You've been listening to Caregiver Crossing podcast to embrace family caregivers of today and tomorrow. If you would like to learn more about Joy's House, visit joyshouse.org. And for social media, you can like us on Facebook at Caregiver Crossing.